So how did a big pharma CEO doing deals with Pfizer, the National Institute of Health, saying well said to George Soros for his op-ed talking about threats to open societies around the world, a man that claimed in an op-ed in 2022 that he thought that masks and social distancing did work to slow the spread, a man pitching governments on a COVID-19 database that his pharma company was trying to capitalize off of, and a man that allegedly wrote, it was a dark day for democracy, the loser of the last election refused to concede the race, claimed the election was stolen, raised hundreds of millions of dollars from loyal supporters, and is considering running for executive office again. I'm referring, of course, to Donald Trump. How does this person become a front runner in the Republican Party, a MAGA and Turning Point USA darling, and a man that has gained people's trust and respect after what we experienced with lockdowns, mandates, and insane pharma tyranny from 2020 until then? How did this all happen? I'm not quite sure, but all I can do is be honest and tell the truth about some things that people are overlooking with a man who seems to be a chameleon. In his book for Republicans, he writes, Accepting the outcomes of elections and having a peaceful transition of power is part of what it means to be a constitutional republic. But during the pandemic, when he was doing media hits, he called it a liberal democracy. I think it's also an opportunity now for America to step up to show that even as a liberal democracy, we too can conquer this virus. He's on the Soros Fellowships for New Americans website which is Paul and Daisy Soros, Paul being Soros's brother who he's done business with, often known as the Invisible Soros, to which Vivek tries to explain away. You know, when I'm 25 years old, grow up a family that didn't have a lot of money and somebody says you're a high achiever in college and you're going to, you have an opportunity to go to law school and someone whose last name rhymes with another guy who's a bad guy who's become a lot worse in the last 10 years. First of all, his last name doesn't rhyme with a guy who's done bad things in the last 10 years or whatever. It's his brother. And if you truly believe that George Soros is doing bad things within the last 10 years, whose last name rhymes with another guy who's a bad guy who's become a lot worse in the last 10 years, why were you on Twitter within the last year or two saying, well said, George Soros, I consider Mr. Xi to be the most dangerous enemy of open societies in the world. Well, I'm glad that you and George Soros agree on the threat to quote-unquote open societies. Is it a constitutional republic? Is it a liberal democracy? Is it an open society? Is George Soros well said, or is he a bad guy within the last 10 years? I don't know. It depends who Vivek is talking to and trying to please at the moment. When he's just a pharma CEO, of course, it's beneficial to slobber over an op-ed from George Soros publicly on Twitter. But now that he's a front runner in the Republican primary, not so good. So you're not going to see that Vivek anymore. That's okay. He goes on to explain that Donald Trump took a massive loan from George Soros for property for one of his buildings. First year of law school, I said, yes, you want to know why? Because I'm smart. You want to talk about Donald Trump and trust? He took a $160 million loan from George Soros, loan for one of his projects <laughs> as a full-grown adult. I don't fault him for that because he's a businessman. He Which is actually true. I'm glad he brought that up because the MAGA base says, oh, Soros is backing and supporting DeSantis, which isn't true. But also the biggest connections to Soros and the people who've taken money from the brother in form of a scholarship and a massive loan for property, it's Trump and Vivek, the TPUSA darlings, the father of the vaccine. And look, I guess in a certain way, I'm the father of the vaccine because I was the one that pushed it. And the farmer bro turned conservative freedom fighter, 
Recently, people discovered that his pharmacy company, Royvant Sciences, apparently is either partnering or doing a deal with Pfizer on some sort of new inflammatory fibrotic disease drug. That's nice. Pfizer Vivek, that's cool. I feel like the pandemic showed people's true character and courage if they were able to stand up for their country and really take a firm stance. I watched some old interviews of Vivek. So I hope we come out, Tucker, out of this crisis with a renewed sense of that shared American identity, not around our shared genetics but instead around our shared values. I do think we can come out of this even stronger as a country. I was in high school myself during 9-11, but the thing that I definitely will not forget about 9-11 is the way that our country came together as one unified people. Short-lived as it was, it was something unique and probably the most memorable part of that experience for me wasn't watching the planes hit the building, but watching the ways in which people in our community in Cincinnati at my high school, etc., came together. And he sounded like every politician back then. He was saying we shouldn't go as authoritarian as China, which is nice, but that's a low bar. And I think that America is defined by our ability to resist that siren song. China, when it comes to the medical stuff, is one of the most authoritarian countries on earth. So just saying we should be better than that isn't really impressive to me, but it really sounded to me like he played both sides. Let's look over a few tweets. He said, wearing a mask equals personal responsibility. It's puzzling when conservatives oppose it. It's puzzling. Apparently, he claims he made a mistake on that, which is honorable to have humility, unlike Donald Trump, who still pathologically lies. Proven to save a lot of lives. Some people say I saved 100 million lives worldwide. I don't know if I really buy it from Vivek, and I never did, not for a single second. I have good intuition, but in a Wall Street Journal op-ed from 2022 with his wife, with the headline, Slow the Spread, Speeding It May Be Safer, they wrote this. We should end mask mandates and social distancing in most settings, not because they don't slow the spread spread, the usual argument against such measures, but because they probably do. Once again, playing both sides, being like, we should end them, but it's not because they don't work, they do work. Do you still believe they work, Vivek? Or does it depend who you're in the room with? If you're trying to please liberals, we'll get well said George Soros tweets and liberal democracy. Step up to show that even as a liberal democracy, we too can conquer this virus. And if you're writing books for conservatives, we'll get there's only two genders in Constitutional Republic. Earlier this year, Forbes, Yahoo News, and many others reported that a Wikipedia editor says that they were paid to change Vivek Ramaswamy's page and that Vivek Ramaswamy paid to get his Soros connection erased from Wikipedia. The follow-up article Vivek Ramaswamy campaign insists that those Wikipedia revisions weren't a scrub, that he was changing other personal stuff that was wrong. Personally, I don't buy it, but who knows? I think he knows that having anything tied to Soros is not good when you're running for Republican candidate. But now this is where it gets interesting. Jordan Satchel recently wrote an article explaining how Vivek Ramaswamy created some other company called Datavant that pitched governments on an effort to install some sort of universal COVID patient record surveillance database. Let's read some of that article. Before rebranding as a warrior for free speech and a passionate crusader for privacy rights, newly announced presidential contender Vivek was pitching the US and world governments on his effort to install a broad centralized database of private medical records. In a pursuit forged through one of his subsidiary companies, a health information data mining outfit called Datavant, Ramaswamy's outfit pursued the establishment of a single national and global database for all COVID-related patient health records. Through a partnership with Snowflake, a San Francisco-based cloud computing company, Ramaswamy wanted to fight COVID-19 by manufacturing a single repository of all the real-world medical data thanks to 
the production of a national data infrastructure of private and public patient records, all without the consent of actual patients. Jordan writes that they tried to profit off the hysteria and violate basic ethical standards in the process. They succeeded in establishing a partnership with the National Institute of Health. If you read that full article, you could see the counter argument and them saying that it would have been anonymous or protected your privacy, but who knows how it would have ended up because it doesn't look like it fully worked. On one hand, I understand. Vivek Ramaswamy is a pharma CEO. When the government's printing trillions of dollars, what pharma CEO wouldn't want to cash out on that, right? Make money, testing, vaccines therapeutics, partnerships with Pfizer, NIH, trying to sell governments on data stuff. These are things that probably every pharma bro is salivating over because there's trillions of dollars going all over the place and they want to cash out on it. From a business perspective, I understand, but here's the thing. I don't want a pharma bro leading the Republican party after what just happened. Now all of a sudden this guy pops up and he's the most conservative person we've ever seen ever saying all of the perfect things when within the last year or two he's on Twitter saying well said George Soros agreeing with an op-ed talking about the threat to open societies around the world open society foundation when pressed on Twitter in 2021 someone was trying to get him to condemn Tucker Carlson Vivek said I don't see a video clip here but to state the obvious we should aim to safely vaccinate every everyone who is eligible. I'm proud that healthcare providers in my immediate and extended family have already safely received the vaccine. He said in March 11th, 2021, Biden says all adults will be vaccine eligible by May 1st. That's good news. Give credit where due. Here's the thing. Vivek is a please the left, please the right fence sitting pharma bro when it all matters. He's not taking any sort of courageous stand against the mandates so heavily that we all knew who he was like Yokovich or Aaron Rodgers or even Ice Cube. I'm sure you could think of plenty any others that I didn't mention. When push came to shove, Vivek was a pharma bro trying to capitalize off of this. He's partnering with Pfizer, National Institute of Health. He had a weak stance on masks. He had a normie stance on vaccines. He's so proud of everybody getting it. This is the guy that conservatives want to lead the party after 15 days to slow the spread, the extension of the lockdown. Turning Point USA says that their slogan is socialism sucks. I don't think there's been a single more costly socialist bill in modern history than the CARES Act which printed trillions of dollars led to the biggest redistribution of wealth in modern history. And somehow Turning Point USA doesn't seem to have much to talk about that. They book the father of the vaccine as the headliner and his new little pharma bro with absolutely no pushback. People are slobbering over them like they're the Beatles. And there's no such thing as a Republican journalist anymore. It's bash the left and ignore what the right's doing as long as it's a character you like. An offense-sitting, politician-sounding pharma bro who did the bare minimum when it really mattered and looked to line his own pockets, went from getting a couple hundred views per video just a few months ago, nobody cared what he had to say, to a superstar in the Republican Party. And for those Trump sycophants that are slobbering over him, after January 6th, Vivek wrote, what Trump did last week was wrong, downright abhorrent, plain and simple. I've said it before and did so in my piece. But now he's all over conservative media being like, yeah, Trump, it's like, dude, how are people falling for this stuff? If you're a Trump, Trump, Trump guy, don't you want someone who always had his back, not somebody that was condemning him, saying it was a dark day for the nation and complimenting George Soros op-eds? No, you don't care? <laughs> 
What a joke this party's become. Let me know in the comments section what you think about it all. Do you think Republicans are going to wake up and get their stuff together? Or do you think it's a lost cause at this point and it's just going to continue to be a clown show like this? God bless you guys. Congratulations, Vivek, on sucking up as much money out of the pandemic as you could with your company and then running over to the conservative base after the pandemic when it actually matters to suck up as much attention, book sales, Fox News hits, and speaking gigs as you possibly can. Ethically, I find it extremely fake and gross, but business-wise, if MAGA, Turning Point, and Republicans are this stupid and weak, why shouldn't you keep exploiting them? Continue to suck as much as you can out of them. That's what most Republicans do, and people like it. They don't like to hear this. They like to get exploited, so have fun doing that. God bless you guys. I'm out. Hope you enjoyed this analysis.